The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Sports Rage Late Night. Uh, Gabe Marinci's not here tonight. Once again, Gabe uh, was at the Dodger game tonight. Uh, he'll be back tomorrow. I'm George Kurtz. Uh, and what's uh, what was the news of the day, right? Uh, big news you just heard uh, from Mike Carver. Uh, John Gruden has uh, resigned as head coach of the Raiders. He uh, got really, I don't know, uh, not sure what he was thinking with the other uh, emails here. Pretty much uh, criticizing and lambasting everybody. All right, every group he could possibly do, he went after. Uh, these emails were from anywhere between seven and ten years ago, but they uh, got unearthed, and he's gone. All right, so he's gone. The Raiders have named uh, Coach Rich Bisaccia as their new head coach. Uh, he was an assistant coach with the team here. Uh, he'll be a coach for the rest of the season, then they'll find somebody else next year, I'm sure. So Gruden gone, Bisaccia in, and you have to think that this could be it for the Raiders as far as the season is concerned here. Have a tough time seeing them really doing anything as far as making the playoffs or doing any damage in there. They were already looking like a team that hit their apex at the week. Having trouble the past couple of weeks here. Uh, Monday Night Football tonight. So a pretty interesting game here. The Colts managed to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. They choke uh, a 16-point lead uh, in the fourth quarter here. And they lose to uh, the Raiders here. Uh, I mean, I don't know. They lose to the Ravens, not the Raiders. Uh, Ravens win 31-25 in overtime here. A lot of uh, scoring in this game as far as numbers. Lamar Jackson, 37-43 of for 442 yards and four touchdowns in this contest. He also ran for 62 yards. Carson Wentz went 25 of 35 of 402 yards as well. Two touchdowns. Carson played pretty well. I uh, did have a fumble early on in the red zone that uh, you know could have cost some points. Well, it did cost some points there. I don't see. Don't think it would say. I wouldn't say it cost him the game, but it is what it is. Jonathan Taylor had a monster night for the uh, Colts. Only 53 yards on the ground. The ground. did score a touchdown, but he had three catches for 116 yards including a long 76-yard touchdown run on a bubble screen there. So big night for Jonathan Taylor. Ah, for the Ravens here, Mark Andrews, monster night for him as well. 11 catches, 147 yards, two touchdowns. He also converted two two-point conversions here. Marquise Brown, nine catches, 125 yards. One of the marquee games next week on the NFL schedule will be the Ravens versus... Joe Herbert and the Chargers there. Should be a big game. A lot of the big games in Week 6, that game is in Baltimore here. And certainly a game that we're more than likely all looking for. Uh, Chargers, hard to argue, Matias, that they're, the, the best team. they're not the best team in the AFC West. I don't think they're the best team in the, the, uh, the AFC. I'm still going with Buffalo Bills for that. But the Chiefs are a mess. I mean, they're a complete mess here. Their defense is just a sieve. Right, they can't stop anybody, and Mahomes keeps throwing interceptions. Uh, they have to stop. They have to stop the turnovers here. It's definitely hurting this team. So uh, you know, hey, Chargers have a Chargers have a squad. They have a squad. So they might be the team to beat there in the AFC West, and I think they are. Uh, Thursday night game this week is Tampa Bay Philadelphia. We'll see if 
Fly, Eagles, fly. You can uh, beat the Buccaneers. I severely doubt that. I don't care what the numbers are as far as uh, the Thursday night road team. Generally has a tough go going here. I'll take my chances. We get another another England game this week. Mentioned earlier, Miami-Jacksonville. Yay! Uh, I have to get up early for this. Uh, can we have some exciting games? Really? Anyone? Really exciting game? Be nice. Uh, I can't take that. Uh, I just can't take that at all. The buys start this week. And we all hate those as well, right? Falcons, Saints, Jets, and 49ers are all on by. We welcome in our SiriusXM audience here. Uh, Sports Rage Late Night. I'm George Kurtz in for Gabe Marenzi, who was at the Dodgers game tonight. Other big games next week. Uh, some bigger than others here, as far as that's concerned. Uh, the Chiefs, go, they go to Washington. That's why it's going to be tough for Washington to get back in this. Right? Their defense is playing terrible. That should be a high-scoring game, right? Neither team has much of a defense right now. Minnesota plays Carolina. Uh, we got, I mentioned the Chargers, Ravens. I think that's going to be a huge game. How about Arizona and Cleveland? Another big game. If you're wondering who the Raiders play this week, Denver. Arch-rival Denver. So we'll see how that works out. Both teams struggling a little bit at the hot starts. Dallas goes to New England. And this other, <coughs> the Sunday night game, Seattle and Pittsburgh. No Russell Wilson. And, you know, we didn't talk about this. Let's talk about Russell Wilson. He uh, had the, what they called it, mallet finger after he hit uh, Aaron Donald there. I think it was bent the wrong way. Certainly did not look pretty. Uh, he's out at least a month. And it could be uh, six weeks. Some people think it might be the year of uh, FCL implodes. Right? If they're not playing well, that you know, Russell won't, uh, yeah, he won't be anxious to come back here. Now, I don't think Seattle will implode while Russell Wilson's out. I mean, I, I don't have much faith in Geno Smith. I do not. But... Their schedule is not terrible while he's out. They do play Pittsburgh this week, right? And Pittsburgh has their own issues with uh, Noodle Arm Ben here, Rottenberger, as Joe Lisi likes to call him. He was okay on Sunday. They did lose Juju Smith-Schuster. He's gone for the season, uh, shoulder surgery today. Well, actually yesterday now. So he's gone. Uh, he still got Claypool. He's still got Johnson. Najee Harris is proving to be the real deal at running back uh, for the Steelers here. A pretty good draft pick there. So anyway, Seattle gets Pittsburgh. And then they're home against New Orleans and Jacksonville. It's not over for them. It's not over. I mean, New Orleans, not the greatest offense. I don't, I don't know if they can take care of the weakness, uh, take advantage of the weakness in Seattle, which is that defense. And Jacksonville, we know, is Jacksonville. By the way, you know, we were talking about the John Gruden thing. About it. Is there anybody happier in the NFL or more happy than, John, than uh, Urban Meyer? Because now we're not talking <laughs> about him. Right, last week we were all over him, right, ready to destroy him. You know, he's, uh, he didn't go home. I have never heard of a coach not going home with the team, by the way. But he doesn't go home with the team. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Forty-eight. 
You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winners, and I know the winners. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute, $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Yeah, lay down me, coach. In the game of Miami mm-hmm. versus Sin- Cincinnati. Sin- Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is it costing me money? We- Sports Rage Late Night. I'm George Kurtz in for Gabriel Morency. Uh Once again, Gabe. I uh, can't say this enough. Apparently, Gabe was at the uh, Dodger game tonight. He will be back tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, things work out better for him tomorrow. Gabe being the big Dodger fan, certainly not a happy camper tonight if the Dodgers lose one nothing to uh, San Francisco Giants. Giants take a 2-1 lead in that contest, in that series, actually. And Game 4 will be tomorrow, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, a possible... Go home. It really, I mean, when you think about it, it really wasn't fair for either one of these teams. Uh, as Joe Ranieri enjoyed pointing out literally, I think, 55 times tonight, uh, the Giants are a 107-win team. Dodgers 106. Uh, one was going to be unfortunate that they were going to go home in this series. Uh, I'm, a, I, I'm a believer that I wish the, uh, the division series was seven games, not five games. Uh, I just like I said, I prefer the longer series. Uh, so... I would rather have that. I think it might determine who the better team is. Once again, the longer the series, generally, the better team will win. That's not to say the Giants aren't the better team, by the way. But there's no doubt in my mind that I've probably shortchanged them all year long. Haven't given them their uh, their just desserts. Uh, I kept doubting. I think Gabe and I, pretty much every show we did, oh, no. Dodgers are going to catch him. Dodgers are going to catch him. We say this every time. Dodgers will catch him. Just, uh, oh, you got Scherzer and Turner now? Yo, yo, Dodgers are going to catch him. Never did. Never did. Really, uh, credit to the uh, credit to the Giants there. So anyway, two one Giants in that series. Game four tomorrow. Atlanta beat Milwaukee today three nothing. The Atlanta pitching has just been outstanding in this series. They're not letting up any runs. I think they've only left two runs now. Two runs uh, in the three games here. You really think about it. It's amazing Milwaukee's not eliminated yet. You know the only runs they have in the series were a two run home run of uh, Telez off of Charlie Morton, and that's it. That is it. Braves only scored one run that game. Other than that, they haven't scored at all. One little <coughs> weird little stat in this series. Jock Peterson has hit two pinch hit home runs. He's hit them both off Adrian Hauser. That he's the first player in history to do that. They hit two pinch home runs in a playoff series off the same pitcher. So uh, there's that for you. So anyway, three. Uh, that series is 2-1 Atlanta. They can end it tomorrow. Uh, with the victory there, uh, that game will be in Atlanta, and it is a 5:15 start on TBS. Uh, last series here, uh, Houston Chicago. Uh, they're going to play uh, game. Is it? Yeah, it's game four tomorrow as well. The game was rained out today. Lance McCullers is starting tomorrow for Houston. As of right now, it is Carlos Rodon for the White Sox. I do wonder if they will change that up. Uh, I mentioned Lance Lynn. It's not he's ha, he has Lance hasn't pitched well in quite a while here, and he, it's not a good matchup for him against the Astros. Their record against him is really not good for Lynn and the White Sox at all here. But do you want to trust your playoffs to Carlos Rodon, a guy who his velocity is down, you know, long seasons definitely affected him. We'll see, we'll see. And the one team that ended ended their playoff series tonight, the Boston Red Sox. Yay. Uh, being a Yankee fan, this one hurts. Then again, I would have hated either team here. But 
The Red Sox eliminate the Tampa Rays 6-5. Uh, this is a weird game. The Red Sox got off to a 5-0 lead, and we thought it was over. Thought it was over. It's got five runs in the third inning, and Tampa Bay looked dead. Just looked dead. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez was mowing him down. Sixth inning, eh, you know, all of a sudden, it's 5-3. And then they tied up in the eighth two runs there, Tampa Bay. But Boston wins it on a walk-off. Sacrifice fly. Everyone's favorite uh, sacrifice fly by Enrique Hernandez, who's been fantastic in this series. Utterly fantastic here. And the Red Sox defeat the Rays 6-5. Uh, Red Sox will play either the White Sox or the Astros. Uh, that'll be a seven-game series. Uh, my guess is it's going to be the Astros, uh, which will be interesting somewhat, right? The Astros and Red Sox are the two teams that were uh, sort of caught cheating a few years back. You know, Corey got uh, uh, got suspended. So did A.J. Hinch when he was manager of the uh, Astros. So it should be interesting, uh, assuming it is the Astros. Uh, I think the White Sox personally... I thought they peaked too early. Uh, they also played an easier division, so it's tough to tell were they really that good or, you know, Cleveland, Kansas City, Detroit, you know, were they that bad? I know there's another team, Minnesota, were they really that bad? You know, I think it's probably a combination of both. I don't think well, the White Sox were all that great a team. A very good hitting team, but pitching was, I think, was suspect somewhat. So uh, that's why I thought the Astros would win this series, and it looks like they're well on their way to doing it. And... Uh, That'll be it for uh, the divisional round here. And we'll get back to the championship series and see who's going to represent in the World Series. Uh, as far as the NFL is concerned, let's talk about some injuries here. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, Matt Rule is telling us that Christian McCaffrey might play this week. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. I was surprised he didn't play Sunday. He practiced most of last week. I think Matt Rule was just being very cautious. And I don't mind that, by the way. I don't mind you being cautious. But, you know, I think you're pretty much outright lying to me now that he might play. No, he's playing. I would be, like I said, I think he's playing here. I don't know if I'm going to be taking any of his props, McCaffrey, because I would have a hard time thinking that maybe maybe he doesn't play his full complement of snaps. That would come into my head here. So maybe I don't uh, play his props. But I think McCaffrey is definitely, uh, definitely playing. Adam Schefter reported earlier tonight, by the way, uh, that the Baltimore Ravens are looking for a running back for the trade deadline, which is November 2nd. You know, the NFL, generally the trade deadline, we don't talk about it in the NFL all that much because nothing really happens. The last couple of years have been a little bit more active since they moved it back. Right? They don't have it after like week six anymore. Now they moved it back to about week eight, I believe it is. So uh, we'll see. Running back. You, know, you look at teams that are out of it that might be willing to move on from their running backs. Uh, you know, I think there could be a couple of guys here. Maybe uh, you know, your Falcons, Mike Davis, he's not going to get anybody great. It's not like he's going to get DeAndre Swift from Detroit. That's not going to happen. So I would wonder if someone like Mike Davis uh, could be available to them. You, know, you look at other teams. I mean, James Robinson, mm, I don't know. Could, would they be interested in a Mark Ingram? Uh, I don't think so. But, uh, you know, already Kurtz, I think that, one so. of the best backs on the market right now that's up for trade is Marlon Mack on the Indianapolis Colts. I think yeah, right but now he's, when he's you been look out at his value, but he's been he's out, been out for a while, Kurt, but, Kurt's about this. but look what happened tonight. I think when they give him some run, he shines again. Like This back was really, really good when, before he tore his Achilles. I know that those Achilles injuries could really turn the tables and not want, you know, pretty much not attract the back to other teams. But Marlon has been showing some really good things over the last few weeks when they give him a chance to run. I think that if you give him another chance, that guy's going to be a six to seven to eight touchdown guy a year for almost a thousand yards. He he, he has RB one potential. I I don't know if I'm going to go that far. Uh, I don't know if he has RB one potential. I think he, I think he's a decent back and a guy who could be a good number two on an NFL team. I'm not saying running back too as far as fantasy or anything, but I think on an NFL team, sure. My question was, is this if uh, Baltimore is going to go after him? Is he that much better than anybody you have on your roster right now? 
Now, that would be a question I would ask here. Uh, you got to give up something to get him. I don't, now, we haven't heard what Indianapolis wants for him. We've known his name has been out there for about two weeks. But I don't think he's that, all that much better to give up, uh, I don't know, a fourth-round pick than Murray. Yeah, certainly better than Freeman. Tyson Williams has gotten uh, – he has gotten Lamar Jackson killed a couple of times. That's why he's lost, uh, I guess, the starting job, whatever it is. I think they want someone better. I think that's the bottom line here. But I just don't know. I don't see a back out there that's uh, for them to get here. Yeah, once again. What's the status in Kansas City with Clyde Edward Hilaire after his knee injury this past Sunday? Yes, uh, he did a knee re injury. Uh, I shouldn't say re injury. He injured his knee. You saw him carried off. It looked terrible, right? It looked like he was, okay, he's done for the year here. It ends up being not that terrible uh, as far as hair. Uh, he's not going to play this week. Uh, he'll probably miss. My guess is he'll be back somewhere around Halloween. It's a, it's a sprained MCL. So uh, two to three, two to four weeks is about it. So it's not season-ending. He will be back at some point in November, I would guess. Uh, so good news there. Uh, Darrell Williams probably the guy who's going to be uh, playing a little bit for Kansas City. Uh, it's Shane. It's Clyde. It's- SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morancy. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the Eric Collins, and everybody else in between kicking in the countdown to puck drop is on. And it feels like it was just a couple of weeks ago that we had the big E, Eric Cohen, on to talk about the upcoming National Football League season. Uh, good news, bad news. Good news is we're going to start playing hockey. Uh, mm-hmm. Bad news is uh, wintertime is coming and uh, means uh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> The big yep. E, Eric Cohen, TSN Sports, steps up and in, TSN Edge. Cohen, how you doing? What's going on? I'm excited, Gabe. You know, it, it uh, hockey season's great. Hockey comes, basketball comes. Probably the busiest time in sports, right? You got the NFL. You got college football winding down. Uh, Major League Baseball. You got the World Series, the playoffs. I mean, like, everything is happening right now. So if you, if you love sports the way we do, uh, you couldn't ask for a better time of the year. There's like literally something going on at all times. Uh, it really, uh, it really is the best time of the year to be a sports fan and a sports better. Love it when you've got all the sports worlds colliding uh, at once. So let's uh, let's um, let's jump in right now. Let's start off with the expansion team that everybody's talking about and wearing their jerseys. I see Shaquille O'Neal uh, wearing a Kraken jersey. Who, do- who doesn't have a Kraken? Do you have any Kraken uh, gear yet, Cohen? Have you cracked and bought some Kraken gear? My, you know my motto, Gabe, as a Leaf fan, I can only don Maple Leaf gear. I mean, you know what I've done when I've seen Montreal gear in the past at other places. So it just is. It's not. It's not working <laughs> for me to wear anyone else's uh, merchandise. But let me say this: 
Why is the NHL the only league that if you're an expansion team, you can just come into the league and automatically just contend? It's insane. Uh, I mean, like, look at what happened with Vegas. Vegas goes to the cup final their first year. They've been a contender every year since. They're, again, the favorite to win the division this year by far. Every single year they've had a run. Like, their, their fans don't even know what it's like to be mediocre. And now Seattle comes into the league, and they are, you know, minus big money to make the playoffs. Their point total was like 89 and a half. They're expected to immediately contend and pretty much immediately be better than two thirds of the teams in the league. It's insane. Like, why are you just allowed to come into this league and be better than like 70% of the teams before you even drop the puck? It doesn't make any sense to me. It sounds like there's some anger and some bitterness of a Toronto Maple Leaf fan watching the, the success of Vegas. But listen, the Vegas thing was kind of an anomaly, Cohen. Yet it is true, I will agree. The NHL, they treat these expansion teams yeah. like like better than their teams that they already have. That's that's for sure. Like you it's look right. like it's all about Seattle coming into this year yeah. right now. They're on opening night, they're on TV opening night. Yeah. One thing I will say though, Code, I didn't really love their expansion draft at the time. I'm thinking, you know what? You guys left this guy on the table. You could have spent more money. You're under the cap. Um the expectation, I think, is high probably in Seattle and yeah. with others after they saw what Vegas did. Right. Yet after watching them in the preseason, and I've watched them quite a bit in the preseason, they are a competitive hockey team. Like they don't Yeah, they're not really like they're not as flashy as Vegas was, but they're pretty fundamentally sound cone. And one thing that they do have, they got a bunch of decent defensemen, like young defensemen. They're deep. Yeah. So they're going to have fresh legs on the ice all the time on the back end. We know they have pretty good goaltending, too, Cole. Their goalies are good. Um, you know, they're going to be challenged to really score a ton of goals, but they got Schwartz. They got Eberle. They've got some guys that can put the puck in the net. I yeah. thought they were going to suck, Cole. And like you, I sort of, like, I was outraged myself. I'm like, how the hell are the Seattle Kraken's point total and odds higher than the Vancouver Canucks? So you're me the Canucks suck that much that they're an expansion team? So I was kind of thrown off by that myself. I still think the Canucks are better than they are, but I don't think Seattle will suck, Cohen. No, Seattle's got a higher point total uh, projection than the team that lost in the Stanley Cup final last year. The Montreal yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, you know, like, that's well, the total of 89 and a half. Are you want to be betting the under here? I, I, Seattle, I got no clue. I, I because yeah. what, the, what the hell do we know about how good Seattle is going to be? We haven't seen them play a game that means anything yet. So no, I'm not touching Seattle. There's a whole bunch of teams I am going to touch, but it does annoy me that Seattle comes into the league and they're already supposed to be this good. Because yeah, you're right. As a Leaf fan, the Leafs haven't been to a Stanley Cup final since 1967. Vegas went there in their expansion year. So yeah, that pisses me off that these teams come into the league and they're just gifted uh you know immediately be, being competitive and I, I don't understand the rules just you know you look at the other the other leagues this wouldn't happen in the other leagues and even in the nhl back in the day when ottawa came in the league and san jose came in the league well, they screwed those teams over yeah they were terrible the first year or two. Uh, I mean, the Senators might have been the worst team ever in their expansion year. And the Sharks, it took the Sharks a few years before they got really good and beat Detroit. Don't you get the feeling, though, Cohen, that if, if like, the Quebec got an expansion team, Batman would go back to the old expansion rule. 
well, you know, you know, now you're only, you know, you can protect 18 guys. Because like you said, the old expansion, man, if you were an expansion team, you were able to take one scrub from each team that the other team didn't want. It was like, yeah, we're going to take this guy, but he's got a crappy contract. Now, I mean, now there really is what, I don't know, guys, teams can protect 12 guys or whatever the hell it is. Uh, it's, it's, I got to. I got to be leaning with the under here, Cone. Even though I think Seattle are going to be competitive, I think it's a little ambitious to get to 90 points. Yeah, if I was going to play it, I'd play the under, too. I don't think, they can do, I don't think they're just going to come in the league. And I've, like I said, I've watched them. I don't know what to make of preseason. I mean, I'll be honest. Preseason has really given better some real good opportunities, right? When yeah. lineups come out hours before the games and certain teams just don't play anybody and they're playing a team that's playing everybody. And well, you're we only killed like- it, Cohen, in the preseason. But earlier in the preseason, it got a little trickier as the season approaches. You got to hit that stuff early. Right. No, for sure. I mean, there were some great. Uh, I mean, I remember. I remember a game where Edmonton literally played the entire NHL team. Winnipeg played their entire NHL roster. I think the Jets won six to one, and the line was Winnipeg minus one sixty. It's like you know. Like yeah, I was on it. If you remember big. that night, the night before, actually, the Oilers beat the Kraken like five nothing or five. You know, I think it was five one or whatever. Five another whatever. I was back to back games, and exactly the Kraken. The Kraken left their top two lines back in Seattle. That's and right. They, they lost Edmonton. Then they actually beat uh, they beat Calgary uh, the next night. But then the Kraken like played Edmonton again. They played them tough. So listen, the Kraken. Keep your eye on the totals of the Kraken games. They're not going to be looking to get into track meets. If you can get a six and a half with Kraken games, I'll be taking a look at the under uh, this year. But like Cohen said, we don't know. It's tough. We don't know what we're going to get from this team. And I, you know, Cone, I think they might be a little bit better in the preseason. Like they look pretty good now, but other teams are going to step it up on them. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna, I mean, I'm going to say under the eight nine eighty nine and a half out of principle, Cone. Okay, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. And there's there's a lot of there's a lot of over unders I really like. It's funny though because I feel like I like a lot of unders because yeah. The way that these numbers are projected, they're projected as if the team stays healthy. And a lot of things can go wrong as opposed to things going right. To me, I mean, the Buffalo Sabres, where are their wins going to come from? Playing in that division, um, playing oh, with they're, that. They're, they're bad, bad, yeah. They're going to be the worst team in the league. I don't know where they got 67 points from in a division with Tampa 67 Bay. 67 points. That's so low, though. <laughs> coming from Boston, Tampa Bay, Toronto, uh, Florida, those four teams aren't losing to, to Buffalo. Um, I, I think the Sabres will be lucky to, to have 50 points. So to me, I, I put a big, big, big play on the Sabres under, I think it's complete, um, anarchy there with everything from Eichel to no goaltending to no depth to just a team that just is not ready to compete right now in the NHL. The Buffalo Sabres are a gong show and there's no way they're they're getting 67 points. So the Toronto Maple Leafs are the fourth choice to win the Stanley Cup. Colorado Avalanche are plus 550 and I sort of call the Avs, they're like the Western Conference, they're like the new Leafs. Right, a bunch of young dudes that are hyped to win the cup every year, and they they don't. So I don't really buy the Av hype. Uh, Tampa Bay are the second choice, going at plus six fifty. Vegas Golden Knights seven to one, and then your Toronto Maple Leafs eleven to one. How do you feel about the Leafs coming into the year uh, this year, Cohen? Uh, what's the uh, what's your optimism level about the team? 
I would definitely play the under 105 and a half points. Uh, I think I think in the history of the Maple Leafs, they've gone over that number once. They're yeah. not as they're not yeah, as good. As Austin Matthews, right? In this modern point era, they've only gotten there once. They and they right. got to yeah, barely got there. Right. You need a clean ride of near perfection to get that. Yeah, that, to me, it's the under. Matthews comes into the year coming off wrist surgery. Um, the the team I don't think is going to put as much emphasis on the regular season based on what's happened to them yeah. the last couple of years. Uh, you know, their their goal is going to be to peak come playoff time, which means I don't see them going. If they're comfortable in a playoff spot late in the year, I don't see them going to try to win that badly because in that division, like what you know, what are you, what are you trying to do? Like, I mean, you're going to either play. Tampa Bay or Boston in the first round, probably. I don't know which one you'd rather face if you're the Leafs. I don't think there's any real urgency for this team to have a dominant regular season, nor do I think that when you look at their bottom six forwards or their blue line or even the goaltending tandem of Morazic and, and Campbell, that they're good enough to, to be a team that's going to have 106 or more points. To me, as a Leaf fan, I say take the under. Uh, it's one of my top plays, the under 105 and a half points for the Leafs. The big year, Cohen, TSN, Edge uh, with us. All right, we're up against it. We've got another segment uh, left with Cohen here. I'm curious your take on the Toronto Maple Leaf goaltending situation. Are you comfortable enough with Campbell and Mazarek? Are these you know, these the type of guys you're going to be able to win a Stanley Cup with? There should be pressure. I was going to say there's pressure on the Leafs, but I don't know. I mean, Austin Matthews moons people and is still on the cover of EA Sports and still is beloved by everybody in Toronto and still hasn't won a playoff series. Not uh, yet. The Biggie, Eric Cohen, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. The Late Night Anger Management Class continues, as does the countdown to Puck Drop. Yes, it was Monday Night Football. Yes, there's Major League Baseball going on. Uh, but uh, make room for dessert. This is a new sport uh, being put in the buffet right now, and that is the NHL. And I'll tell you what, Cole, if you notice... I mean, ESPN and and TNT, I mean, these people acted like the NHL didn't exist. <laughs> and now every second spot on ESPN, they're pushing it hard, bro. They're yep. pushing hockey hard. It's great for the sport that it is on ESPN, and it is going to be on TNT. The betting is going to go way up. The interest is going to go way up uh, on this uh, league. So they're ready to drop the puck. We talked about the Seattle crack, and of course they get the Las Vegas Golden Knights uh, in the first game of the season on television. But as far as the Toronto Maple Leafs are concerned, how do you feel about their goaltending, Cole? Are you comfortable with the goalies? 
I think they're good. Uh, do I think they're elite? No, I don't think anyone's going to call Peter Morazic or Jack Campbell elite. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I think Jack Campbell had a really good year last year. And I think he played pretty well in the playoffs overall, but I can't get out the Gallagher goal out of my head in game seven, the one nothing goal that, you know, was, was the backbreaker. Now, granted, the Leafs had to score some goals, but I mean, that was a terrible goal. Campbell called it the worst goal he's ever given up. You can't, that can't happen in game seven against Montreal. So it, because it did, uh, I, I think there's reason to be a little bit skeptical. For me, Cohen, I'd give him a chance again, but just this year. Yeah. Like, with, the, with Campbell, guys, for people tuning in, he's not – it's not like he's a young, hot prospect or anything, right? I mean, the guy was a journeyman, and somehow, all right, he suddenly has gotten good at, like, 30 or something, right? He sort of caught lightning in a bottle, but how good is he? And, you know, you're you're poised to win, right? So, to me, there's a lot of pressure on Campbell to, to play well. He played well in the regular season, Cohen, but he's got to play well in the playoffs. I don't know if he's the guy. We'll find out. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know if he'll be the guy in the playoffs. Morazic could easily have that job. I think it's a legit one-two, one-a, one-b kind of thing. And uh, you know, I think Campbell starts opening night, but the Leafs play back-to-back, so Campbell will play the first night. Morazic will play night two, and I think that basically Sheldon Keefe's going to go with the hot hand. Whichever goalie's playing better will play. Uh, you know, and uh, I think both goalies are are good, like I said, but I don't think, I, you know, they're not Vasilevsky. They're not Carey Price. Uh, you know, they're not in that level. They're not, I don't know if they're good enough to steal you a series. I mean, listen, Morazic last year in Carolina wasn't playing the big games for them, right? They, they, they weren't using him in those playoff games. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like, yeah, they're, they're, they're good enough to be regular season goalies and to win some games, but they might need an upgrade if they want to win 16 playoff games. The big year, Cohen, TSN, Edge uh, with uh, Sports Grid Radio Network, Series XM, Channel 204, the Muddy or 1090. So, Cohen, a total. So, Cohen's unsure about the crack, and you do like the Toronto Maple Leafs under 105 and a half. Let's get yep. into the Pittsburgh Penguins, because I'm seeing 92 and a halves out here right now. And I'm almost starting to wonder if the people that set the numbers are aware that Sidney Crosby is going to be out for a month, that Malkin is going to be out until December. Uh, we just talked about goaltending. Tristan Jarry can't be trusted to to win hockey games on a nightly basis. He's not terrible, but he's also not he's not good. You know what I mean? He's just sort of there. Their goaltending is subpar. They're an aging team. And, oh, yeah, their star players are hurt. I don't see where they get 93 points, Cohen. I like the Pittsburgh Penguins under. It's right up there as one of my top plays again. And it, it, it's sort of scary to me because when I look at these teams, I, I keep I keep coming up with unders. I don't know how many teams I'm looking at saying, oh, man, they're way better than that number. I, I like the over there. It's all unders. And for me, the Pittsburgh Penguins are a huge under team for the exact reasons you just said. Crosby is out at least a month. I'm hearing six weeks. Malkin's out. Their goaltending last year was absolute crap you look at the islanders series that's why they lost the series to the islanders in the playoffs they couldn't get a save um out of jari or to smith it didn't matter who they used and they are an aging team the, the penguins are on the decline and you look at their division philadelphia should be better the rangers should be better uh, you know, I think I think the Islanders are a very good team. Now, there, there's nothing but an under for me for Pittsburgh. If you're playing that total, and I suggest you do it, you know, invest some money in the Penguins under. I don't know where they're getting 90 points from. 
I don't I don't really get it either. Listen, obviously we always have to respect the lines, we have to respect the odds maker, but at the same point in time, if you just look at it from their injury standpoint and from the, their talent level standpoint, like once again, it's not like well Crosby's out and Malkin's out, but don't worry, there's like new stars that are taking this thing over uh right now. Jake Gunsel, like you know what I mean? It's like that's who you're counting on here? Brian Rust. So it's like, yeah. all right, so Rust and Gunsell are going to get you. They're going to have to carry the load for half the season. And as you stated, Cone, these guys are out early. So then you lose games, and it just sort of buries the season as it goes on, too. I, I just think, I'm going to I'm hammering this one. I'm going Pittsburgh Penguins under 92 and a half points. I would also suggest a big play on Tampa Bay opening night against Pittsburgh, too. Minus one and a half, plus 175. To get the lightning on the puck line at plus 175 at home against that Penguins team, I've already put a big play on it. Sign me up. All right, so uh, speaking of the Tampa Bay Lightning, they beat the Montreal Canadiens in the Stanley Cup Finals. And I got to tell you, Colin, I was sort of, I was like, wow, the Canadiens' future actually looks bright for real for once. You know, Cole Caulfield, potential rookie of the year. Um, don't dare listen. Suzuki's a hell of a hockey player, Cohen. This this kid's a great player. Nick Suzuki, Romanov, nice big Russian defenseman. They've got physical dude, got a cannon of a slap shot. So there was a lot to like about the Montreal Canadiens' future, but I don't know if he could have had a worse, worse offseason. No. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, nothing's gone well. They lost a ton of players that they couldn't pay. They drafted a kid that was charged with a sexual crime in Sweden. And, oh, yeah. And they're starting. Kid who's not allowed to play in the OHL, but they won't yeah. him anyway. No, no, no. <laughs> Think about it, guys. It's like, yeah, it's like he's banned from playing junior hockey, but somehow the Canadians invite him. Oh, yeah, you can play for us. Like, <laughs> he even told everyone, don't draft me. I'm not, like, I don't want to be drafted. Like, the yeah. kid even said to everyone, do not draft me. Like, basically, I don't want to be a story. I want to just play junior hockey for a couple of years. Let this go away. And, you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. And then, just, uh, basically ignored the kid's orders and, and did, did his own thing. Well, it was a like- shocking, shocking pick. But And then, of course, Carey Price, who's one of the best goalies in the league, who we thought was injured. There's a lot of weird news about Carey in the offseason. Oh, he needs surgery. He's got a bad hip. He's got bad this. He's going to miss months of the season. And I remember a lot of people wondered why the Seattle Kraken didn't didn't uh, draft him in the expansion draft. They backed off, and now Carey Price uh, announced that he's stepping away from hockey for a little while to deal with uh, some personal issues. Um, you know, people assume it's mental health issues, etc. Horrible off season for the Habs. So they're they're at eighty eight and a half. What, what do you make of their total? Under again, Gabe. Under again. I, I, again, the, this team. Everything you mentioned about their offseason. Now you don't have Carey Price. They're lucky they have Jake Allen. But you know, Jake Allen's a good goaltender. He's not elite. And you know, it, it. They've lost so much from that team that went to the final. And don't forget that team that went to the final. Nothing was expected of them going into their playoff series against the Leafs. They were humongous underdogs. They caught lightning in a bottle. You know, won four in a row against Toronto. Won four in a row against the Jets. Somehow beat the Golden Knights and then sort of ran out of gas in the final. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see it again. They, look at the division they play in. I mean, Florida, Toronto, Boston, Tampa Bay. That top four is really, really good. So for Montreal, I say they don't make the playoffs. You, you have to lay some juice, but I got the Canadians not to make the playoffs under the under the point total, and I just don't think it's going to be a very good year in Montreal. 
The Big E, Eric Cohen, TSN Edge kicking us. We're talking NHL hockey. They're ready to drop the puck in less than 24 hours. Cohen, I look at the Los Angeles Kings, and they have a ton of young prospects, but they're still a few years away right now. They have some of the worst contracts. People think that Dowdy's contract might be the worst uh, in the National Hockey League. Him and Kopitar combined. Like, yeah. Dude, they make like $22 million or something. Like, it is pretty crazy. Yet, listen, they were good. They, they're they still okay, but, you know, it is what it is. So, I'm just saying the Kings seem to be in a transition right now. But, man, their win total is there and their, their point total is low uh, this year. You know, what, what do you make of the L.A. Kings here? It's 86 and a half, and I don't think they can get there. Here's another team, Cohen. How the hell is this team going to win hockey games in this division? Oh, again, I mean, that, you know, that, Someone's got to help me figure out which teams are undervalued because you, all the teams we're talking about, including the point. Kings, yeah, all these teams. There, I, I agree. Where are these? Where are these wins coming I from? I think the right? Ottawa I mean, Senators are undervalued at seventy-seven and a half. I don't think they're a joke, Cohen. They're a difficult team to play. Where's Brady Kachuk? Right, like that's. I the, don't know. All the Kachuks are a pain in the ass. <laughs> play he's not playing for them so it's a, it's an issue right like ottawa doesn't want to pay their players every time they're playing they're like you know they're like, right. uh, they're like the tampa bay rays or maybe they don't win like the tampa bay they used to win but they're like these teams that you know they develop players the players, and get, the players their- get good and then the Sens don't want to pay the guy and they piss them off yeah <laughs> so that's ottawa i mean i don't think ottawa's a joke either i think they got no, really- you're a leaf fan you hate them so but like, right. let me ask you 77 and a half is pretty damn local and compared to these other teams yeah, I'm not in a rush to bet Ottawa under. Uh, I agree. Like These other teams, I like all their unders. You're right. Ottawa, I do not like their under. I think Ottawa can definitely get there. But the Kachuk thing is troubling because, you know, I think DJ Smith's a good coach. He's done a good job developing this team. They showed strides last year. They got a lot better. But when your players get good, you got to pay them. Now, granted, they did the right thing letting Eric Carlson go because you want to talk about maybe the worst contract in hockey. Eric Carlson's right there in San Jose, right? So they did the right thing letting him go. You know, they 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 did the right thing not paying Matt Duchesne, who hasn't lived up to his contract. Uh, all those moves, and they, and they got really good young prospects and draft picks for those guys and Dzingel and all that. So they did the right thing back then. But now, once your players are good, you got to pay them. Brady Kachuk needs to get paid. And if Ottawa's not, if, if you know Eugene Melnick, who's obviously got a reputation for being very cheap, and that organization, Dorian, and and they're not going to pay these guys, that's a problem going forward. So, Cole, we got about a minute and a half left. What other teams are you betting? Do you have circled for point totals? Well, the ones we talked division futures, et cetera, but point totals. Yeah, Montreal under, Buffalo under, Toronto under. Uh, Buffalo under, too? Buffalo's a huge under for me. I think Buffalo. I think but, Buffalo's the most dysfunctional hockey team out there right now. I mean, I've never seen a player in an, in an organization at odds so much over an injury, over like you know how to deal with this neck injury that Jack Eichel's got. He's getting his own opinion. Sabres doctors are saying something. end up on Judge Judy at this point. You're right. Like, how long are you guys gonna argue about an injury for two years? Exactly. That's what's happening. It was it was happening last year. Eichel got hurt early in the year last year, and we're still talking about it. 
you know, now because nothing was done. They couldn't decide what to do, whether he could play, whether he couldn't play, what surgery was necessary, how, you know, which which insurance is going to cover it. Should the team be on the hook for the money? I mean, his contract is, is, is awful. Again, they paid him without him really proving himself, and now they're stuck with a, a, a malcontent for a player who they've already had to strip the captaincy from. It's a disaster, and I think the whole organization is dysfunctional in Buffalo. Good thing it's not the, the, the football team we're talking about like that yeah thank god i know i don't understand because the same owners right it's, it's, it's i don't know i'm talking just make brandon bean the general manager of the buffalo sabers and even though he doesn't know anything about hockey they can't be worse they no. can't be worse run organization the big yeah, doing there exactly eric cohen tsn edge great talking box with you cohen look forward to doing it again thanks for the time SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sport trades late night. I'm George Kurtz. In for Gabe Marinci. Gabe has uh, called in again. Uh, unfortunately, he keeps calling in during his own scheduled recordings. Good, uh, <laughs> funny there. Uh, Gabe will be back tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, he has a better outcome in the Dodge game. We mentioned before, Dodge is lost. Uh, one nothing. Pitchers duel here. Uh, <laughs> I find it funny. I'm not a basketball guy, but Ben Simmons pretty much swore up and down. Up and down. You'll never play with the 76ers again. No, he reported. Got his COVID test today. Uh, in the end, money talks. Uh, I guess they agreed that they will. the trade talk will continue here, and maybe it will, but uh, he's uh, he's back in there. Uh, doesn't want to lose his money, and let's face it, I wouldn't want to lose my money either. So Ben Simmons back there. Uh, Ravens come back, win in overtime over the Colts, 125. Win there, culturally choked up uh, that game there. Big game for Lamar Jackson. Had set, only had 62 yards on the ground, but throws for 442 and four touchdowns. Carson Wentz, no slouch either. He had 402 yards through the year, 25 and 35 there. In baseball, the Red Sox, they will go on to the ALCS. They eliminate the Tampa Bay Rays, 6-5. Score the wing run in the ninth inning, and that run got to third base on an error. Yandy Diaz bounced the throw to Choi at first base. Choi couldn't come up with it, and Kiki Hernandez, the next batter, hits a sacrifice fly, and that's where we are with the Red Sox there. Uh, I mentioned already, Giants have a 2-1 series lead over the Dodgers. They win one nothing, and well, actually, that was a great pitches duel there. Uh, Rogers gets the win there. Scherzer takes the loss. And then our final game, Atlanta takes a 3 
Uh, Houston, Chicago is postponed today. They will resume tomorrow at 2 o'clock uh, in Chicago. Uh, Houston uh, with a chance to eliminate the White Sox in that game. 5-15, Milwaukee, Atlanta. Atlanta's up 2-1 there. They can eliminate Milwaukee with a W. They certainly don't want to go back to, to Milwaukee. And, of course, Dodgers, San Fran, 9 o'clock. Dodgers is uh, trying to stage off elimination there. Uh, Gabe Ranchi will be back with you. I'll be back tomorrow from 12-1 to 1 on Football Full Circle with Holden Kushner. You can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, or the internet. Eight technology grand. Keep it here on Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM.